0: Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Dress of a Watch podcast. Hello. So... Oh, so many already. Post, let's go. Okay, so welcome back to another live interview with me. Um, today we have a special guest, um, namely Watch Maniac from South Africa. And we're gonna talk with him about his passion for watches and his story on how he got into watches. We're just gonna wait a little bit till he's in and then we're going to start right off. I hope everyone's having a good day. Um and in particular a good week. We I've had a lot of fun yesterday with the uh, Schmuckstars uh, talking about current watch trends and 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 watch design and and watch styling in particular. Um but today we're going to go a similar similar route. Um today we're going to have one of these Cool interviews again, and I'm happy to be back um, this week with, with another interview. Just gonna wait till uh, Watch Maniac is in here and then we're gonna start off the show. Let's see, let's see if he's ready. I'm just gonna go and check. So, what am I wearing today? Um, while we wait, I can uh, tell you a little bit about what I'm wearing today. Um, I'm wearing the Rolex Submariner on a... What what do you guys think this color is? I say it's pinkish, rose. Some say it's berry. I don't know. Okay, he's here. Perfect. So let's do this. Awesome. Hey. Hi, Nick, how are you? Very good, very good. How are you? Good, thanks. How's everything? Thank you for agreeing to do this. No, only a pleasure. Sorry, I think I'm
1: about a few seconds late. Don't worry, don't worry. Nothing happened. (laughs) (laughs) I was in the middle of your, what, you had a 5513? Yeah. Stanley, Stanley. Oh, beautiful.
0: Absolutely yeah, it's beautiful. very nice. I really like it. I, I enjoy wearing it. And um, I, uh, I try to, to, to style the, the, my watches with a lot of different kinds of straps. So today it's yes. on a rosé or, or
1: pinkish strap. <laughs> I've noticed that. How's the patina going on um, It's okay. It's not that bad.
0: It's still a very fresh one, so yes. <laughs> it's, it's going to get, it's going to get, uh, because it's, um, uh, it's uh, Nubuk leather. Yes, okay. So it, it'll, it'll probably get very dark soon. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely. So, so how's
1: South Africa? Been good. Look, uh, uh, just in the middle of a lockdown. Yeah. Weather is not doing us very good at the moment absolutely cold. Yeah. But um, I think, look, it came, we can only go up from here. Yeah. yeah hopefully, hopefully. Totally. Uh, totally. Yes, uh, as the economy starts opening up, uh, I think should hopefully start getting better. Very good.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think so too. And um, as I'm, I'm here in Austria and we've already reached our peak and we're opening up and business is starting to go again. So, so uh, it's just a matter of time.
1: Yeah, so look, here also, I it, we got it a little late, uh, but I think we're still climbing towards the peak. Yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, I think the government's under a lot of pressure to start opening up the economy and so on. So things are starting basically to progress and business is starting to go back to normal. Very good. Very still good. a bit of problem getting used to everything, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it
0: takes some time. It takes some time. No, because definitely. With, with all the masks and everything, it's, uh, it's not that easy.
1: Yeah, no, it takes a lot of getting used to as it, well. Right? It's having yeah. uh, it over your face the whole day; it's
0: not an easy thing. Very true, very true. So,
1: um, but we're not here to
0: talk about the current situation. We we want to talk about some some fun fun things, um, uh, namely watches. And um, what I always ask my my the the, the guests on the show is, um,
1: how did you get into watches? So basically, I grew up. Uh, my dad used to work in the trade uh, as a family business, and every time I've achieved something, I was uh, gifted, was basically a watch and an achievement. All right, cool. uh, I know, I think for my 16th birthday, I started off with a lot of jeans. Well, your initial first watch was a swatch. Yeah. And, from there, I think the passion grew. My dad had a few of his own watches and the passion grew. And as uh, you know, he grew out of the trade and started moving into different, something different, the passion always stayed with Sina. And that's how uh, basically it, uh, it started off. Very cool. Very cool. Do you remember your first watch? Flick Flack. Flick Flack, yeah. <laughs> Flick Flack. I, st- I think I still got it somewhere. It's on a rainbow strap. My, my son's got it somewhere now. But cool. I still have my first my first
0: watch. Cool.
1: Yeah, I think I I actually I must say I, I'm pretty sure I had a Flick Flak as well,
0: but yeah. um um I grew up in in Hong Kong, so uh, everyone was wearing G-Shocks, and then at some point I uh, I think I destroyed my Flick Flak or I lost it, and then I got
1: a G-Shock. <laughs> oh my. Like- yeah, so mine was a flick-flack and then as you grew, you teach your teenagers a swatch. I, remember, I still remember with those uh, stretch bands. I remember yeah. we had different stretch bands on and then from there, basically, the watch collection uh, started to grow.
0: Very cool. Very cool. And then, and then when you got um, into, when you, when you dove deeper into the watch world, what, what um, was the first like
1: serious um, watch you got? So look, from Swatch, it basically a 16th uh, birthday, it went to Longines and then um, 21, I got a uh, Kermit. Oh, very nice. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was a big jump. Yeah. But also, in that period, you know, you start learning about watches, reading about yeah. watches, being uh, in the trade, not the very high-end watches, but yeah. being in the trade, you start learning and picking up from there as well. And collection grew, your knowledge grew every time you... Uh, free time you read up about watches and that's basically how it all it all began very cool and and um so you already told told me that
0: um but um so watches for you they um, they represent an achievement right um and and do you do you then sell some
1: of the watches or do you keep all of them that you've acquired over the time I keep my watches. We actually yeah. keep, unless, unless uh, basically uh, you get offered a, a piece which you never had or something, and you decide maybe to trade it in with the, the retailer or the authorized dealer. But most of the time, I'd say 98% of the time, we keep our, our watches. Very cool. And that's why, for me, basically how it all started, I had my watch, and Instagram was kind of new for me. I think I jumped in only about two or three years after Instagram was launched into this whole vibe of things. I started yeah. taking pictures of my own watches and uh, basically from there, what else do you have? And it started every day, a different piece or every second day, you'll snap a different piece on your wrist. Then before you do it, my personal watch page became Watch Mania.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's, that's awesome. And you're the biggest, the biggest page in South Africa, right? Yes. yes. That's so cool. Because when, I, when um, during our lockdown here in Austria, I said I, I need to do something creative. Um, to, to get my mind off the whole situation, so I started these, these these watch talks where I invite guests to tell their stories, and and at some point I had so many different kinds of people on the show that I said, okay, my my goal is to my next goal will be to have one person from each continent. So today, thank you very much for being here. What? Today yes. I can kick <laughs> off Africa. And and the only one missing is South America. So
1: I I hope I hope I can, can find do that soon as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Thank you so much. It, uh, honestly, it, it's, it's something very interesting. Look, growing up as well, uh, my dad being in the trade, he used to sell uh, her straps as well. Yeah. Uh, Special being on it, upright, just by 18 ml 16 ml 22 ml <laughs> and mix and match on watches. And basically, today that's what watches are about. It's not it comes from a dealer
0: on a metal strap, and everyone is changing. I mean, I'm wearing a deep seat today
1: on the rubber band. Yeah, it looks cool, very cool. So, it, that's what, what it is, basically. Yeah, that's awesome. I just wanted to ask you if,
0: um, because already, as you mentioned, I'm a, I'm a watch, I'm a strap guy, and yes. I wanted to ask you if you change your straps from time to time, and you obviously do, so, so that's cool. <laughs> So you, you don't follow like these, um, um, these uh, rules in terms of your Rolex can only be worn on a steel
1: bracelet, right? No, not at all. I, I match it with the mood or I mean, if it's summertime, you're going to put it on a bright orange strap or a yellow strap, uh, match it with your outfit. I, I'm about changing it. When it, it, it's, a, it's a passion, you, you want it to work for everything.
0: Yeah. Very cool. And,
1: Very and cool. that's basically,
0: basically what it is. That that's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Um, I, I love meeting fellow uh, strap enthusiasts. <laughs> so so that's that's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And um um so I, I'm sure you have um a, a certain amount of watches in your collection. Um, but if you think about uh, the future and and is there something is there a piece in, that comes to your mind that um would be the next
1: addition to it look um still uh, i haven't tapped into protect territory i'm yeah. looking to get there i've got to ap i'm looking to get into protect so i'm um, a nautilus for now and yeah. hopefully soon i don't know what the, the future holds but I, I hope to get into, into protect territory at least yeah. one <laughs> yeah definitely yeah definitely.
0: That a, that's very cool and, and in terms of, in terms of your, your page, um, uh, how, how did that, like, evolve? How, how did you get so big, and, 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 and um, what's, your, what's your focus uh, in terms of the watch world? I see you have a lot of cool different kinds of uh, things on your, on your page um, with a couple of memes and, and, and cool shots of new pieces. So, so tell us a little bit more about the page and,
1: and, and what you do. So, basically, look, coming from that background and starting to snap my own watches, you get a lot of people who, basically, when my page went from private to public, a lot of people started asking questions. Uh, what the difference? I can tell today, a lot in South Africa, a lot of people want to know what the difference between your 100K Rolex and my 10K Swatch or Casio. They both do yeah. the same. Well, actually, my Casio could be more accurate than, than your one. Your one. Yeah. And it started off more to... Uh, Educate people about the difference in watches. I, I always used to give them an example. I mean, you can get from destination A to destination B in a Rolls Royce, or you could get in a in a scooter. It's how you get there, and yeah. also it's been about an achievement and appreciating the finer things in life, and that's basically what the page started off. You know, to educate them, uh, and you'll notice a lot of my memes are now about Daniel Wellington, where people because it's been used by uh, Kardashians internationally. Uh, yeah. People get the it brain And now, you know, you, you create memes around that area to, you know, attract them and you show them. But what's it, is a, a certain path you basically go. Yeah. So, you, you look, you uh, admire people. and start off at the bottom and know what they want. I mean, you could start off lower end brand. But your goal is, you know, to get to the top, to, to those brands at the top. And it's mostly mm-hmm. to In South Africa, I think our market is... We were just having a discussion today in one of the groups where... South African market, I think 96 or 97% or 90% people buy it as a state of They've got yeah. the funds to buy it more of state, not because they appreciate the watch or understand the watch. And it's more to educate people that there's more out there than just the Rolex steel model or yeah. just brand. There's, there's much more out there in the watch world. Appreciate yeah. the fine.
0: Yeah, definitely. And if, if, um, I, I've had some talks with... Um, uh, a couple of CEOs of independent brands as well, and um, and uh, as soon as you open that door to the independents, uh, it's a whole new world in terms of watchmaking and 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 everything. It's a different experience.
1: No, definitely, and and that's what you want to get out there. I know there's a lot of case back shots. I, I, people must fall in love with the movement. What happened? What time and dedication and. Um, uh, research goes into creating such calibers and such movements, and that's what you want people to know, not just the, the, what, what they see on adverts. You, you want them to, to know all the different sides of watches, and that's basically my, my focus and, and entire. Very and cool. You can educate the people. Very cool. And, and your, your
0: main demographic is also South Africa, or do you, do you expand to,
1: um, to the, the whole African uh, scene as well? Look, so. I think focus initially started off in South Africa, but then I, I look at my followers and the different people I interact with. Uh, I was in, um, at, in uh, Shanghai uh, last yeah. year, October. And we had the ORAS World Launch. So you meet a, few, a lot of people along the way. You get meet CEOs when they decide. So the main focus was basically South Africa and still South Africa, or, or Africa, as you'd like to say. Yeah. But uh, your followers and your communication is what all over.
0: Very cool. Very cool. And um, uh, in terms of in terms of watches, do you have like a favorite brand that you you personally really really associate with, or um, do you explore a different kinds of brands?
1: Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I used to be very biased about a year, two years ago, to Panerai and Rolex. Oh, ah, okay. was Because cool. one or two of the first watches, I mean, Rolex, Ring 21, and then Panerai after that. Uh, and now that, you know, you basically have everything you'd want in a certain brand, like in Rolex, they haven't really changed much in the past few years. Yeah. I mean, putting an Oyster bracelet, now you've kind of it's got bored of it. So now you're basically moving on. Um, uh, independent brands have really stood out for me. Uh, Langer has stood out. Uh, Richard Miller has stood out. So uh, you start doing more research into that and reading up more on that. MB and f have also stood up a but so it, it's now moving more towards the, the independent brand as well. Very cool.
0: Very cool. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing.
1: And um, um,
0: if we're right on that topic, if if you would have the if if funds or money weren't weren't an issue right now, is there something that like this one Grail piece that that you would love to to have? It's it's a hard question. I know. I that, that,
1: that, is, that is a <laughs> is a hard question. Uh, uh, I think RM five three. I think somewhere along those lines. I think that's where you you basically see me. Uh, it, it's something that I haven't really had and been interested in, in what goes into into making it. So I think. That's basically... But look, as a watch collector and someone that reads up and so much about watches, you don't know. I mean, there's so much it comes to you. You've got like a bucket list, you're climbing away to a ladder, but you've never thought today if something falls on your lap for a ton of money, you just jump to the top. So you're basically trying to, to get there. Very true, very true. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: that's, 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 that's totally how I feel as well. I think, um, I think uh, Richard Mill is doing an exceptional job right now. Uh, with their watches and you see on social media especially they are super hyped as well Um, but if you if you look at what they what they put into in terms of craftsmanship and and the whole the whole case basically and the movement um, it's really incredible and I it's great to look at as well for me a bit too big maybe because my my wrists are very small so so we'll see. Maybe if they come up with something uh, a bit smaller that, that I can wear as well, I definitely go for that. Um, but I actually have a story um, that I can share with you if, um, because you you, you obviously uh, appreciate Richard Mill as well. Um, I was sitting on a plane uh, last year, and there was this guy sitting next to me with, um, with uh, 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 Richard Mill, um, 67, I think. And um, I asked him about his story, and he told me yeah, he bought the watch uh, quite some time ago for this huge um, success in his company. And uh, he loves wearing it and wears it every day. And um, he, he gave it to me to, to look at. And, and it was the first time I got in contact with uh, Richard Milt in real life, and was an incredible experience. Never thought this, this kind of thing would happen, but it was cool.
1: Yeah, so look, my wrists are also quite small. I mean, when the brain came to to South Africa, I think about uh, four years ago, uh, I was invited there. I know the Buba Watson. Yeah, uh, I was the RM11 if I'm not mistaken, and um, I tried it on. Even though my wrists are quite small, you you in your mind you justify that it. It suits you because you fall in love with the piece. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it takes a little getting used to, but. If from there, your your knowledge just you just want to find out more and what goes into into such water, and you start to appreciate it even even more. Very true, very true.
0: Yeah, um, perfect. Th-
1: thank you very much. Um, no, it's-, it's
0: it's it's really amazing to to have different kinds of people on the show and to to be able to um, to offer this platform for. For you to share your story, or for anyone else to, to share his or her story, um, I really really enjoy these talks um, because I learned something in additional. Um, today uh, we talked about Richard Miller. I learned more about these kinds of. Um, I, I can dive deeper into the watch world, and this is this is amazing. I love it. So thank you, thank you for that, for sharing your story and for for. Um, sharing it with me and and the audience
1: no it's only a pleasure i hope we can do something even different next time as well but uh, it's good to connect to the other side of the world and to to see a passion which grows within us
0: yeah i'd be happy to um uh i will i i have definitely uh never been to south africa to be to be honest and um i will if i may i'd love to to hit you up as soon as i get there sometime
1: oh definitely we will uh, host to very well. We look, uh, we look forward to seeing <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. It's Take been care. my pleasure. Thank you so much. Take care.
0: Thank you. Have a nice evening. Bye-bye. Thank you so
1: much.
0: Bye. So, this was my talk with Watch Maniac. Um, really interesting guy uh, from South Africa. Go and check out his uh, Watch page or his blog. Um, it's at watch underscore maniac on Instagram. So, Thank you all for uh, supporting the show and for tuning in again today. Uh, it's been a big pleasure. Um, I will be back this week with a watch styling on Friday. And um, there might be a, a special live stream on Sunday. So stay tuned for that as well. Uh, thank you, Roderick. Um And if you have any suggestions for future guests, please send me a DM. I'd love to um, hear your suggestions and um, try and uh, get connected with, with, the, with, with them that you recommend. And if you have any questions, please feel free to, to send me a DM as well. In that sense, have a nice evening, stay safe, and we'll see us on Friday. Bye-bye.